Hello, and welcome to Walk It Off, a podcast that will help you walk off the tough days in life, tackling the topics of love, marriage, parenting, personal development, and probably some completely random topics, since that's who we are. Hey everybody, thanks for listening to this Friday Funzy episode of Walk It Off. Uh, had the idea to record this with my little brother. It was supposed to be episode three originally. Error on my part, not getting it edited in time and misplacing the second half of the episode. Uh, it's a little bit longer than normal, so hope you guys enjoy. And me and Brandon, my little brother, nerd out a lot, uh, talking about all sorts of stuff. And sometimes you just got to be able to laugh at yourself and whatever silly things you do you decide to nerd out about and just walk it off no matter what people do and say and make fun of you? I wish I would have had the idea sooner to have my older brother Mark on. Uh, we will definitely have him on in a future episode and we will have Brandon back. Also, uh, Brandon has the idea to record his own podcast. So we're going to put that out there. I believe he's going to call it Nerd Theory. We will keep you guys posted and send you his direction. Thanks for listening. Hey guys, just wanted to interrupt our regularly scheduled program to do a quick plug for Anchor by Spotify. If you're thinking about starting a new podcast, which you should, the Anchor app makes it super easy. We love it because you can record right into the app from your phone or computer. You can edit, add music, and publish right from your phone if you want. They even distribute it for you to platforms like Apple Podcasts, Google, CastBox, and several others. Check it out and let us know if you do. Download the Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Talk about this is mom. episode number three on Walk It Off. Today we have my little brother Brandon on today. And we're going to talk about what everybody is and you're all fucking nerds on something. Whether it's like me and you're a nerd on welding or maybe you're a nerd when it comes to nursing stuff. Say like my wife or my sister-in-law or... Like my little brother and many friends, you're a nerd when it comes to anime or video games or whatever. We're all fucking nerds on something. So today, we're going to talk about being a nerd. So mm. welcome, Brandon. I am a giant fucking nerd. That is what I do. Nerds. Mm. Nerds. <laughs> uh, nerds on movies, nerds on animes, comic books. Take your pick. We can find a nerd mm. on anything. My sister-in-law is a giant Halloween nerd. If it has anything to do with like ghost sheets, candles, mm. like you name it, she's a nerd on the subject. Mm. In our wedding vows. Yep. There were nerd or nerdy Halloween stuff involved. Yep. There were. That's how it'd be. Yep. So we're, we're all nerds about something and we're going to talk about that today. So Brandon, share with us what you're a nerd about. Just, so, let's dive deep. Nerd about comic books. If you... Name a comic book, name an anime, name anything you want. I will happily have a discussion with you on anything, good, bad, otherwise. Do not give a flying fuck. It doesn't matter. We can talk about it. Um, most recently, He-Man is the Ooh. big one that, that just yep. popped up. A lot of people fucking angry. Yeah. I am not one of them. Uh, me neither. So Brandon watched it first. And I had seen, I think he sent me uh, like a preview of it and I watched it and I was like, I'm in, mm. like it looked great from the preview. And then he was like, don't expect what we had when we were kids because it's not the 1980s He-Man. And so if you watch it, like it's, Kevin Smith does a great homage 
to the 80s, but like I read in an article, he always wanted someone to actually get stabbed or cut or someone to really fucking die, and they never did. And so I think it was Mattel. I believe so. Yeah, they they came they came to Kevin Smith and they were like, hey man, like we want you to help us produce, uh, recreate this. And he was like, only if I can more or less mm. do it my way. I believe that might have been Netflix. Could Netflix. Be okay. Yeah. 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 You know, so correct. Correct. This. Yeah. If, if it it could have been. Uh, you know, Netflix, Mattel, and Kevin Smith, some fucking guy, all got together <laughs> and they wanted to redo the He Man, and so. I went into it and like episode one, great twist with stuff. Um, spoiler heads, alert! He, yeah, heads up on a spoiler alert. We might we might eat, drop some stuff you don't want to expect, but yeah, like it was it was great. Like people really died, and then like late you know later on, people get stabbed and people die. It's it's a great twist. I really enjoyed it. The Tila. Like mm. as a kid, you know, always kind of had a crush on her because you know, like Tila, one, one of the few hottie. chicks as as a Badass. kid, and then seeing her again as like she becomes man at arms uh, for the, the the palace, the castle, the the royal family how of Eternia of Eternia, <laughs> and like they just they want yeah, so that's what she gets, or she gets that title, and her dad man at arms. He's very proud of her because more she's uh, she's an adopted daughter, and he raised her and whatnot. And Man at Arms is a, a badass in his own right. And so, which yeah. props to Kevin Smith for actually making Man at Arms a true bad motherfucker. Oh, like dude, yeah, hands down was one of the t- highlights of the show. Was Man at Arms? She's like, no, 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 fuck you. We're going to town. Mm. My daughter needs my help. Like. Yeah. Whatever it is, I'm down. We'll make it happen, Captain. Yep. Yeah, and then and then in the later episode when they talk about like Tila need they, they need to go back and they get the He Man sword and they gotta do all this shit with it. So watch it to find out. Uh stupid plug for Netflix and the whole series. Great shit, you gotta watch it. But they they need man they need a weapons master. And the only and it's a small beef, like tiny tiny ground beef like on your taco bell tacos sort of small ground beef i have with it is that man at arms uh duncan if you will in in the show is his real name he's got a man bun in this the one up scene was it episode three four when they go back maybe five whatever keanu reeves can put kind of keanu i mean yeah but yeah so maybe maybe it's just me and i'm not i haven't i haven't uh turned to the man bun liking yet i feel like every movie has gotten to a point where they just go hey you know what we need to show the passage of time with this male character ah man bun plus beard equals passage of time facts facts Um, also on disney plus um just because i'm very much a 90s kid nerd mm. uh mighty ducks is fantastical I really love it. it. It definitely captures the the spirit of the first show, oh. um, of the first movie. And I, I have and, yet to see any of it. And they do give some throwbacks. They actually did bring – spoiler, spoiler alert. Um, they do actually bring back some cast members nice. in that show, which is actually very awesome, um, which I don't know if you know this. Um, Fulton Reed, 
Mr. I can slap the puck at 900 miles an hour yeah, yeah, yeah. and break car windows. Uh-huh. Um, he was actually foggy in Daredevil on Netflix. Which See, and was, that was another one I hadn't seen. Ooh, that's that's not dude. my my See, nerddom of expertise. See, nerdum, um, for me, I going way back. Um, doesn't matter which comic book movie, I can probably say I've seen it. It to a point where you know I grew up watching Adam West Batman when I was a yes. wee lad. Yes, he was uh, known to me as Purple Batman. Yes, he was. Mm-hmm. And you know and. Everybody always gets pissed off about, well, which Batman's best? You know, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. They're all good. Mm-hmm. Oh, except for George Clooney's Batman. That was a bit awkward for me. Um, yeah, okay. There were parts yeah. that were actually not the worst. Like, actually, Chris O'Donnell is Robin. He did good. He did good. It was actually kind of good. Yeah. I didn't mind it. I feel um, like that was a, a, a softer era of Batman where... Like, so there was the Michael Keaton Batman. So they, they tried to go a little bit dark for that late 80s, early 90s from the Adam West Batman, who was right. like, you got to make that hard pow, bang, get Zooks, Batman, mm. sort of stuff. And so Michael Keaton took it a little dark. And I don't think maybe society was ready for, for the darkness yet. So then they rolled into George Clooney a little bit lighter. Happier. We had Val Kilmer first. Oh, I from Val Kilmer, Batman Kilmer, yeah. Forever. Yep, yep. Uh, Jim Carrey is the Riddler. Oh, I, see, and I thought that was a great role and for Jim Carrey. Fucking Tommy Lee Jones Two-Face. as Two Face. Yeah. Which, damn, that yeah. was actually yeah. it was that was a fun one. Yep. Um, yeah, and it's weird. The only it might not be the greatest movie going back now, but as a kid, just remember and watching. You know, you get to watch Batman fight the Riddler, fight yeah. Two Face, fight yeah. all the guys. Stuff. It was amazing. Yep, every yeah. time. Yeah. You know, you go back and watch Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles oh, from the nineties. Yep, the, the originals and, back in the day. Yep, back in the day. It was a Wednesday, I believe. I believe. Um, and those movies, yes, they're stupid. They're corny. You can see the guy in the costume, whatever the fuck. Yep. But they were fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or like, uh, if if you watch the original. I might have my date wrong, but I want to say 1984 Terminator, the original with Arnold Schwarzenegger, mm, with Kyle Reese and yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, like n- the the Terminator, the Terminator, movie. yes, uh, one of Arnold's. I don't want to say first big roles, but you know, it's like gotta in, be in into there. that sci-fi realm right. that he later went into with um, Total Recall and and all that stuff, like. One of his first big ones there, besides like the Conan series, which are great in their own whole different right. But like if you watch the original Terminator today, as far as like the the uh, the green screen type of a stuff that there's nowadays, the special effects, it is absolute garbage. Like comparatively, like if you compare if they made the same movie today, same people, same script, same stuff, just using today's, you know, computer shit versus what they had in 84. It it does suck, but it's it's a movie that like brings you back to that nostalgia, if you will. Like it just it it's great. I I love the old the There's old. something to be said about practical effects too. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's so many amazing movies that were done with practical effects 
and it's uh, holy shit level yeah. of just how did you even pull that off? Yeah. Like the like, ro- the Jim Henson style, like robotics mm-hmm. and shit. The robotics versus um, CGI. One of the amazing things is, um, and this gets brought up a lot, but Star Wars mm-hmm. is yeah. actually one of those ones where in the first few movies they actually used paintings for the uh, little stormtrooper sets, and they would just you know. They, they would basically green screen or blue screen that onto the backdrop and then like actually have, you know, oh, hey, we got these 10 real guys. We'll just kind of throw them in there on top of that and make it all work together. Pardon my beer. Along with the, you know, the miniatures that they had to yeah. build for all the ships. Like, holy fuck. Yeah. And, and you know, to George Lucas's like mad respect mm-hmm. there because – a whole lot of those early movies were done with miniatures and all this. Whereas nowadays that would all just be done by some nerd on a computer. Just speaking of nerds, we got computer nerds. Nerds. Yep. So yeah, like, so back on, on the nerd subject, um, I'm, I'm a huge welding nerd. There's, there's all sorts of welding stuff. I saw, uh, an Instagram post from a guy. He was building this massive water tank deal. And he had to use this very specific welding wire that was rated for seismic events because seismic events do happen. And the the podcast I was listening to, uh, I believe it was Arc Junkies podcast. Check him out if you'd like. Uh, shameless plug again for, for Jason Becker and the Arc Junkies podcast. I absolutely love it. And this is what I nerd out about to the T. Um, but he starts talking – Nate uh, – sorry, Nate uh, – Nick Bizatis, uh, the guy that was on there, starts talking about the the wire he has to use for this tank, and it's uh, I want to say it was a Hobart wire, and he starts he names it off. Uh, sorry, I don't remember the exact name of it. If you want to super nerd out, uh, go find him in the Arc Junkies episode. Um, but he he starts talking about it, and I was like, I I don't know that much about seismic rated welding wire. So I Google it and I spent like the next hour reading this whole like sheet on what this seismic rated welding wire is, the specs it's got to meet, the testing they do. And uh, I'm a super giant nerd and that's, that's what I find fascinating. That's what I nerd out about. You want to talk to me about, you know, Lincoln's new hyperfill process, which they take two spools of 035 wire, which it's 0.035 uh, thousandths of an inch. Really, you know, in the grand scheme of things, a very small wire. They take two of them at one time. They run it through the same gun, the same machine, and now you can just deposit like 15 pounds of molten metal an hour with this stuff. Another bitch. Just, ridiculous uh which i also went to welding school for anyone that is curious no i wasn't the best student <laughs> however um it was a fun time and i i, I know a, a thing or two i can run a bead if i may <laughs> so yeah like so we're all we all nerd out about stuff the welding happens to be mine i'm a, a big movie nerd uh like i'm a big enough movie nerd like I will see – I'm a big gun guy too. Well, oh, that's I, I don't want to say like, maybe not big gun guy. I'm, I'm a gun nerd. Like 
So let's take the John Wick movies because I just finished watching number one again for whatever time uh, on my, my, my voodoo. And the the scene when he gets he uh, he shoots the pastor of whatever Russian church and he you know burns up all the blackmail evidence that the Russian mob has and then he's out in the parking lot later like having the shootout with him. I notice the the white lettering on his gun and I'm like, what gun is that? And mm-hmm. so HKP thirty, if I remember correctly. It, it's be actually, it's something weird, like Bob's arms. Uh so for for the listeners and and now for my brother, so there's there's the internet movie database. It's IMDB. And then there's IMFDB. The IMFDB. And there's also an internet movie cars database as well for if you want to get further deeper into your your internet movie nerddom. Which we're gonna to touch on later. Yeah. So so on um, IMFDB Internet Movie Firearms Database, you can go in there and you type in John Wick, for example, like we're using, and you can scroll down and they'll do pistols, shotguns, uh, rifles, and whatnot. And so, like, I I scrolled till I saw that scene, and uh, so Keanu had gone through uh, Terran Tacticals School to become the the gun badass that he is in in all the john wick movies uh if you don't think that keanu is find it on i'm gonna say i'm gonna point you in the direction of instagram because i'm a big instagram fan it's also on youtube okay uh, brandon says youtube as well but so go to either or and find keanu and like they'll actually show the videos of him training on these courses with uh terran tacticals guns in in most of the videos but like so Keanu Reeves really does shoot that fantastically and uh Brandon just pulled it up here for me uh so okay here's pistols let's see submachine guns we're, we're scrolling rifles uh so yeah, here it is Cohere Arms CA415 is what he uses in in the scene I'm referring to after the the whole church incident but yeah, so if you want to be a, a movie gun nerd, they'll tell you like even in uh, oh um, the Kingsman. So they have a, a particular uh, pistol that they use in that, and it has like a, a single shot twelve gauge shell. They will tell you in that it is this this sorry this specific gun with this sort of a, a movie mod to it. And like I, I'm a giant nerd, and I really, really enjoy the Internet Movie Firearms database. The one thing that pisses me off the most about some movies, and it's mainly just because I am also a gun nerd. I have built my own guns. Mm, me too. Me too. Um, yeah, yeah. Which is, by the way, if you haven't done it, it's a fun time. Yeah, even, Highly recommend. Um, definitely just, find someone to help you if you are unfamiliar. Uh-huh. But certain guns are very easy to, you know. You can modify a Glock a million different ways and have fun with it. You can modify an AR platform a million different ways, and it's super fun. Definitely give it a shot. But the one thing that makes me super angry in movies is uh, when they do like a slow-mo bullet scene. Yeah. And it is a full cartridge with the projectile in it. 
it pisses me off royally. And it's just because, like, that's not how that works, bud. Yeah. But they'll actually show the brass being ejected because they use, like, a blank gun on set. Yep. So you see the brass get ejected, but then this full bullet with casing and primer <laughs> and projectile all go down. Yeah, that's what you get hit by. Yeah, that's not how that works, friend. Yeah. So, and and so for those of you that, that might not be as big of a, a gun nerd, the full the full bullet is what say let's say what you would buy at the store. So there's there's the brass piece that's the the casing, and then there's the lead or lead uh, copper covered lead, whatever the the, the variation might be of the the bullet itself, the projectile. So Brandon's referring to is like the whole piece being in, in the movies, and and I know what he's talking about. Like they'll show the slow mo scene of it getting shot out, and it's the whole thing, and it's just it's terrible. It takes moodiness. you out of the movie. Yep. Um, it's the same thing. So when I was a younger man, I uh, trained in mixed martial arts. Now. Yeah, a whole twenty eight years old, freshly <laughs> married. Ooh, um, just a couple days ago. So actually, um, so when I was a younger man, when I was in school, like high school. I actually trained for mixed martial arts, and so it's very easy and apparent to me when fight scenes are total bullshit. Mm -hmm. Like, that's not how that works. I'm sorry. You know, have a good day. Um, speaking of which, like Daredevil on Netflix and The Punisher on Netflix, some of the best fight choreography you will ever see, hands down. I'm going to have to see that. I, um, I have yet to see any of those. John Wick is in that mm -hmm. area as well. Yep. Um, I just read today that because I was uh, I was watching John Wick two, and so uh, again, spoiler alerts: if you haven't seen either one, you're you're slacking. Uh, you need to see both. Uh, you need to see all of the John Wicks. I number four is on that. Yeah. Number four is like in the making as we speak, but number two, there's this fight scene between uh, Keanu Reeves, John Wick character, and uh, Cassian, who is uh, played by Common. Uh, and they're, you know, they're in this like fist fight on the streets. There, there are guns later, but the, the particular part of the scene I'm uh, thinking about, they're rolling down this big, big staircase and they're in Rome. And so I just got on my phone. I was like, cause I know Keanu did a good chunk of his own stunts for all of it, but I was curious if they both did. And for, for that movie in particular, they both did like 90%, if not a little bit more of all their own stunts in the movies. Keanu especially did like 90 plus percent in the whole, uh, the whole John Wick series. So if you see, you know, air quotes, Keanu getting thrown down this or, you know, thrown over somebody's shoulder to that, you know, he trained in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu and judo uh, and, and judo. And I, I want to say a little bit of boxing, a little um, bit of Muay Thai. Yeah. Cause you can definitely see it. There's, there's these little things that, especially, you know, if I watch as many possible UFC fights as I can. Oh, great stuff. Um, to a point where, you know, you can see things coming, especially, you know, for those of you who are fight fan nerds, you know, if, if you love fighting of yes. any kind, whether it be karate, Muay Thai, kickboxing, um, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, Olympic, you know, wrestling any of those disciplines, you can see when someone is doing something wrong and you're just like, 
dude, what the hell? Yeah. Like, that's not how you uh-huh. do that. And it, it it's so easy to spot. Yep. It really is. Because you're just like, uh, well, if that was me, I'm sorry. That dude's face is getting broken or yeah. his arm's getting broken. Something's getting busted uh-huh. on that other human. Yeah. And so, like, speaking of the the fighting, wrestling, whatever, the well, let's just say the combat sports nerdness, that started for me back in junior high. So... 20 plus years ago uh i'm 36 now and so like sixth grade seventh grade uh you know through a little bit of high school i was a super big then wwf fan i know it's wwe now but it was wwf and the wcw and ecw Mm, ecw that's always fun it's hardcore yeah uh, so yeah, guys like Rob Van Dam, uh, Mankind, Mick Foley, uh, with, Sandman. You know, Sandman, Sandman was a that whatever bitch. whatever they, you know they were all going <laughs> by then. I remember I had a uh, a VCR. That's how old I am in my my bedroom with a TV, and so I could set my VCR to record Channel Twenty One, which was TBS, to record WCW, or I would rotate. Uh, uh, WDF was on. WWF, sorry, was on USA at the time, so I could I would alternate each week because you know shit had to be even because I'm a little bit of an OCD nerd, and so this Monday I would record uh, WCW on my VHS and I would watch uh, WWF, and then as soon as WWF was over, I would stop the recording and I'd watch WCW. Like I was a giant wrestling nerd. Well, that led into seeing the old school, like early 90s UFC, uh, Hoist Gracie, Ken Shamrock. Boss Rudin, yeah, I Pat say, Militich, yeah. list goes on and yeah, on. I want to say Butterbean was even in a few of those early ones. And there, Tank Abbott. Yeah, Tank. There were, there were no holds barred. Like I remember seeing Hoist Gracie just like nutshot dudes. Like he was sitting on them. And just sitting there, just raining down punches like on the back of a dude's head or hitting him in the nuts. There, nothing mattered back in the early, early 90s UFC. And I remember being referred to as human cockfighting. But we'd By go John to, McCain, of all people, yeah. which was fun. But you know, I remember, again, this is going to make me sound real. I remember going to Blockbuster Video because I'm old balls. We'd go to Blockbuster Video and we, I would get, you know, Okay, so I watched UFC 2 last week, and we go to Blockbuster Video this weekend, I'd get number three or, you know, whatever the numbers were. And, like, that that was what I did. My parents wouldn't watch their movies. I had, you know, my own stuff with, with my brothers or whatever. We, that's that's kind of what, what we did. Or if even before Brandon was born and my older brother Mark might have been at a friend's house or doing his own thing, I was I was watching those UFC things, and so, you know, to continue that fight nerd evolution. Uh, now my wife and I both do Krav Maga, and like you see stuff and you do stuff, and something I've wondered lately because uh, I follow a, a page on Instagram called Haymakers, and they'll show every bit of fighting you can think of. From you know UFC, Bellator, uh, the bare knuckle fight championships, regular I'm going to say old school boxing, you know uh, Muhammad Ali, Mike Tyson type of boxing to 
I forget what the name of it is, but it's like kickboxing, karate, and this like tapered rectangle. Oh, the new of, uh, it. Boss Rutan is the one that hosts it. Actually, yeah, he's so, yeah, the yeah. announcer. Which honestly, of the fight announcers, Boss Rutan is top mm. four, top five kind of guy. Yeah, um, great. I fucking, I, think I love Boss. It's one of those things of like because we grew up uh, back when Pride was a major organization. Yep, Pride was the shit. It was different. For sure, but for example, like their rules were a lot different than um, what most people know as MMA now. Um, in Pride, you could straight up curb stomp someone's head, there, which there was a, a bit rules. rough. <laughs> no disagreement. Um, however, you couldn't elbow someone's head while you were on the ground, which I think is a little weird. Like, mm -hmm. okay, yeah. we can curb stomp, but no. No elbows yeah. to the face while you're on the ground. Yeah. I, sure think, I think they stopped you just before American History X type of <laughs> cur curb stompery. If you haven't seen the movie, tell that to Fedor. Yeah, yeah. Like, so if you haven't seen if you haven't seen American History X, go uh, watch it. Spoiler. Uh, yeah. Also, um, that's that's a very rough movie. Yep. If you are sensitive to uh, a lot of things, uh, um, a whole lot of race issues. It's, there's it's a, a lot of race Nazi issues movie. in that movie. Uh, However. Yeah. Um, there is a a story there and a, a good life changing Great story. type story. Yeah. Um, Edward Norton is absolutely fantastic. Um, also, Edward Furlong yep. it, um, is in that movie. Yeah, it's a great movie. However, you know it's it's be warned type yeah. of movie. Like you don't you don't just randomly pop that on in the in the DVD player there. But damn, that's a good movie. <laughs> Anyways. Back to UFC Pride, all that fun stuff. Back then, it was Boss Rutan was one of the commentators for Pride, and you had Mike Goldberg, which, mm. damn, was he a good commentator. Mm -hmm. And Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan, I love Joe Rogan. Everybody he's, loves Joe he's Rogan. Great. We're we're gonna stop here for just a quick minute for a, a fresh beer break, and maybe we'll be right back. So Brandon's grabbing a fresh beer. We're back. Uh, We'd also hit a little bit of the uh, uh, thirty-minute time warning on the uh, Anchor app that we're using by Spotify. Plug for them. Uh, if you're looking into getting into a podcast, check out the Anchor app. You can also do it on your phone. Uh, from videos I've seen, you can record an entire podcast with nothing but shit that'll plug into your phone, and you can edit it and do all that from your phone. So, really cool stuff. Um, Anchor isn't sponsoring us or anything, but it's what we're using right now, so go check them out if you're thinking about a podcast. So, uh, anyway, Brandon was talking about uh, Boz Rutan and the old school uh, Pride and all that. So, yeah, so like for commentating, it's one of those things. Like, there are guys that are just really good at it. I don't know if I would ever be good at it because I get too excited. I, I don't when I'm watching a fight. I I forget to talk. I I would forget because mm -hmm. I'm just so damn excited. I'm like. Holy crap! Did that happen? I'd be like, oh, oh, I cussed on national television. Fuck me! And then I'd be like, oh no, I cussed again. <laughs> Shit! I cussed. Fuck! Yeah, yeah it would be. It'd be. It'd it be would rough. just be too much, and it, yeah. it would be too excited watching these fights. You know, that close up. Um, mm -hmm. I was there um, in Las Vegas. I did actually when I was uh, sixteen. I got to go train with Randy Couture for a week which was a blast. Shout out to Randy Couture and Extreme Couture. They were an awesome group of guys. Um, and they 
you know, ha- help this little seminar thing. Um, my parents were amazing enough to allow me to go being 16 mm. <laughs> and went down, went and trained. Um, also got to train with, uh, Ron Frazier, fucking great guy. Uh, super cool. He was also Forrest Griffin's boxing coach. Cause he was down there at the time. Um, Martin Campman was one of the fighters. And so I met Mac Danzig. He was super cool. Um, probably doesn't really remember. <laughs> um, Gray Maynard was down there. It was fucking cool. It was a trip of a lifetime for sure. And then um, later that weekend, we went down and uh, watched Tito Ortiz beat the ever-loving shit. Or, sorry, Forrest Griffin beat the ever-loving shit out of Tito Ortiz. Tito. Which... Um, don't get me wrong. I respect Tito, but he was never one of my favorite fighters. Mm-hmm. Um, Always it, kind of, kind of a, a pretty boy. <laughs> talked a little too much shit. And he was Jenna. He he didn't marry Jenna Jameson. You yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I wouldn't I wouldn't get in a ring with with Tito because I'm pretty sure even today he would beat the bejesus out of me. But you know, kind of like pro wrestling. Oh, I don't like this guy, but like that guy. Same type of concept, you know. Like, really like to say, like, Chuck Liddell, but, like, Tito, like, ah, he's a good fighter, but, meh. Although you did say you would um, way back when, I think I was probably, like, 13 at the time, we took a trip out to Oregon yeah, to Team Quest. we did. Um, Another Randy meet, Couture school then. True, the and Dan Henderson. Yep. Um, we got to meet Matt Lindland, great fucking guy. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, was Ed the Ginger Ninja Herman? Ed, Ed, yeah. Ginger, Ed the Ginger Ninja Herman was yep. definitely um, – out of that, as as well as um, Chris Lieben, yep, came yeah. out of that that camp. Um, mm-hmm. But one of the things I remember, and it wasn't until quite a few years later, actually, um, they have like closed professional fighter MMA practices, mm-hmm. which is super cool. I I totally understand that. You know, yeah. you you don't want Joe Schmo walking in. Yeah. Oh, I'm t- fucking Tony Tough Nuts and trying yeah. to fight these guys because yeah. either a that's just gonna get him hurt and end in a lawsuit or. Maybe that dude actually knew some shit, and he fucks up your guy, and now you got to deal with that. And he's got a big money fight coming yeah. up, or it's his big break in the UFC. Yeah, we don't want to deal with any of that bullshit, so totally understand. No questions asked there. But one of the guys and um, joked with Ryan. I honestly, was just like, I think it was the Ginger Ninja. No, it was Mike Dolce. Okay, um, who later ended um, later on was on season, I believe it's seven or eight of the ultimate fighter with uh, rampage Jackson and Forrest Griffin mm-hmm. as the coaches um, gave Ryan some shit. It was like, unless you guys want to stay and fight one of us. And Ryan goes, well, I can maybe get one lucky punch in, but after that, I think I'm going to be screwed. So have a good day, sir. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, th- there is always that chance of that one lucky reach from the back pocket haymaker mm-hmm. that, you know, you, you could win. So everybody has a puncher's chance. Yep. You know, and so like, I guess, uh, to another part of the, the fight nerdness that, um, seeing that, uh, Instagram page haymakers thing, they show a whole lot of different fighters on there. And I notice, especially in professional boxing, just traditional classic boxing, you know, Muhammad Ali, Mike Tyson, uh, type of boxing, You'll see guys and like their lead hand or whatever, they're it's down. So like you know when you when have you're to be a to bad fight, motherfucker you keep, to do that. You keep both hands up, 
and but like uh, you'll see him, and I noticed it in like a, a Floyd Mayweather fight. I've noticed it a whole lot of dudes. A lot of guys think they're Floyd Mayweather, yeah. and they're just not. Or even uh, Tyson Fury. <laughs> Tyson Fury is he's, a master. Dude, he's crazy. Holy shit. Huge dude, and you're seeing these heavyweight guys slug it out, and but he's got that one hand dropped, and Tyson Fury is this massive man. He's just bobbing and weaving and ducking. Like the way Floyd Mayweather does, but it, it's like seeing, you know, no offense to either of them, but – Floyd Mayweather is is a, a small guy compared to Tyson Fury. You know, you're seeing this little, you know, cricket of a man, you know, talking about Floyd Mayweather, bobbing, weaving, ducking, and, and Mayweather's one of the greatest counter fighters. Uh, I don't know if that's right. Counter Termin punchers. Counter punchers, yep. yeah. He'll, he'll, you know, dodge, duck, dip, dive, and dodge. Dodgeball. And he'll wear you out, and then he'll throw these counter punches. An incredible dude. And then I see this Tyson Fury fight, and there he is doing the same type of stuff as this. I don't even know how tall he is, six five, maybe. Huge dude. Oh, um what's his name? Uh hey, Brandon's gonna look it up real yep. quick. But yeah, so here's <laughs> this Tyson Fury dude, and I forget who he's fighting. And he's just as this massive dude looking like one of those uh Deontay Wilder. Yeah. Deontay Wilder, that um, their first fight ended in a draw, which don't get me wrong, that was a hell of a fight. Don't you? I don't know if you could pay me to be in one of those fights. Like somebody could go up and be like, "Hey, man, here's five million. You get Mike Tyson gets one free punch on you in his prime." And be like, "Yeah, sure." You know, I, I know I I'm do. going. I'm going. I know I'm going to sleep, but dude, five million. Yeah, Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury. I am not stepping in between those two men. Mm. Those are some scary dudes. Um, so, their you give, second fight. You give me five million for one punch with any of them, sure. <laughs> sure, why not? I'll, I'll be okay. hurting, and they're all going to beat the shit out of me with whatever one punch, one round. I don't care, but it's five million. I'm, Speaking I'll of think about uh, fight nerds, me and my buddy Chase had this, this discussion the other night. Um, we were talking about this exact same thing. You know, who could pay you enough to take a punch from X fighter? So I changed it to MMA because we're both big MMA nerds. And uh, a kick in the head from Mirko Krokop, mm. who um, was in pride. There, There's this old fun saying, like Joe Rogan has said it, Boss Rutten has said it. Uh, it is left foot hospital, right foot cemetery. Yeah. So you got to take a kick in the head uh -huh. from that man in his prime. Only if I can wear an evil Knievel style motorcycle helmet. That's fair. Yeah, I would, I would, I would, that would I would, okay. I would be okay with yeah. that at that point. <laughs> so, uh, Brandon, uh, my buddy Brandon, not brother, um, <laughs> used to joke around with a, an old guy we used to work with. Then he would talk a bunch of shit, and so Brandon would hold up one hand, and he'd be like, "All right, old man, you get the choice." You know, he'd hold up, say his right hand, and he'd be like, you want the, the retirement home? Or he'd hold up his left hand, you want the funeral home? It's your choice, old man. Same type of thing with Mirko. Like, yeah, unless I get to wear like, an evil Knievel helmet, even a, a modern-day full-faced helmet for motocross or some sort of, you know, street bike racing, I don't think I would want to take a, a kick in the head for any amount of money from Mirko. Mirko's a scary a wicked man. kick. But or yeah. getting slammed by like Fedor or yeah. Rampage back in his prime. He knocked that dude out when he was They're in a just triangle. Wicked slam. Which like you're already being – you're starting uh -huh. to get blood choked unconscious, which is wholly yeah. different than being 
Aaron choked unconscious. So for those of you not in the know, there are a couple different ways to choke someone. This might get a little weird. Deep, so, deep going into the, the yeah, going into the MMA nerd side. I apologize, nerds. fucking nerds. Um, so if you choke, if you push down on both sides of the carotid artery, it cuts off blood flow to the brain, which it doesn't damage your brain or anything like that, as long as it's not too long. Yeah, but you will go unconscious very quickly. The scary thing about that is. You don't really understand because you can still kind of breathe. Like, yes, you feel the pressure in your head shoot up and you start actually getting that tunnel vision. You start blacking out, but you don't actually pass out because you can still breathe. So you think you're okay, <laughs> which is a really weird feeling because your errors, you know, they're not hitting your esophagus. You're not being choked by air. Yeah. So, not like a, like a boa constrictor. Yeah. Sort of you're, you know, there's choke. a difference between like, Someone putting their the web of their hand between your index finger and your thumb over your windpipe and squeezing and just pushing in on you, that's a whole different thing than when, you know, someone it's called a triangle choke, and you use your thigh, both sides of your thigh and your um, calf muscle to kind of squeeze in. And what that does is it chokes off the blood flow wholly different when you're getting blood choked versus air choked mm -hmm. two completely different things yeah yeah air choke is more of the like you're you're choking on something you need the heimlich sort of <laughs> and and the blood choke is like just you know think of it like you're you sit on your leg funny watching a movie and your leg falls asleep but now do that to your your neck <laughs> and now your head falls asleep and you go night night Nine night time. Yeah. 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 So we, we've, we've spent a little bit of time, well, quite a bit of time, to be honest, on the fight nerdness and, or the, the combat sports, wrestling, uh, boxing, MMA nerdness. Uh, what other what other sort of nerdness do we want to talk about? We've talked about some welding nerdness, some movie nerdness. I think uh, we'll have to go a little deeper into my MMA nerdness maybe okay. next time. Yeah, because I have a, a wealth of knowledge on, on we, the anime nerd. Oh, anime. Um, we can we can do more on the anime nerd uh, this episode if you want to talk a little bit more. We can. Yeah, we, so we've, we've gone balls will, deep on I mean, all the. We nerds. have gone balls deep. Um, so for any of you out there that are even wanting to dabble, or you know, maybe you saw it, maybe somebody joked about it, maybe you've seen it like Spencer's or stuff, stuff like that. There's a shit ton of animated television shows coming out of japan called Lots. anime and you know some of them are very you know they're comedies they're romantic comedies they're there's action there's fighting there's all kinds of fun stuff and one of the really cool things about it is um you can literally find something for everyone just the same way that there's tv shows for everybody everybody there's All the nerdness. anime for everybody so one of my absolute all-time favorites is called my hero academia mm -hmm. and the best way i can ever describe it without spoiling anything is that it it is harry potter but with superheroes harry and potter? animated harry potter yes or potter, potter. as as malfoy would say oh yeah 
So I'll, I'll give you a, a quick brief description. Basically, there's a young man who doesn't think he's special at all in a world of superheroes. Young man finds out he can be a superhero and goes to school to be a superhero. High school. Was that high school high? Um, high? So the show is called My Hero Academia. Okay. No, I was thinking uh, – Oh, was Sky High. Sky High with uh, uh, Kurt very, Russell. And, yeah, yeah, Kurt Russell. Yeah. Um, a lot of great actors in that movie, sorry, actually. Sorry, um, that's where my mind went. Was that? Ash. Um, shit, what's his real name? Uh, he was in Burn Notice. I am Bruce, Campbell. Oh, Bruce Campbell. Bruce Campbell was also in there as the gym coach. Yeah, Burn that's Notice. a great, great fucking, fucking show. And Linda Carter, uh, Wonder Woman, is mm-hmm. the principal. Um, She's also in Super Troopers, too. That is true. Along with Rob Lowe, which was a mm. weird poll. Spicy poll. Um, Great movie. If you haven't seen it, you need to see it. Both Super Troopers. Yep. Must must yeah. see. Great. Great. Um, but anyways, back on the anime train, honestly, there's so many good ones. You can find something for everyone. There, there are ones that are a little more kid-friendly. There are ones that are very much adult-oriented. It, it's a whole spectrum of them, and Everybody can find a show that you'd be like, oh, wow, I didn't think I would like this this much. And so we're also getting the look. Yeah. <laughs> For my wife, yeah. who, who you guys have met in previous episodes, uh, yeah, we're getting we're getting the look. And and my my now wife, now wife. Um, we're getting the look from. Not just the look. The look. The bird. Actually, she might just be looking for the dog. Who knows? Mm, she could be. It's always about dogs. Yep. Uh, our dog Luna, who is a Hungarian Vizsla, she's uh, she's pretty young. She's kind of spastic and goobery. The reflection of her own uh, dog tags, you know, from the city or saying, you know, this is my name, this is where I live, kind of a t- dog tag. The sunset will freak her out and she'll chase the reflection of that like you would think of like a cat and a laser pointer. She's... She's a bit of a goober, but she's she's a super sweet dog, and that's one does. Yep. So, uh, any more n- n- nerdness we want to have oh, today? I think that's for episode two. Yeah, we could we could go. Yeah, <laughs> or part, I guess it'd be four on this. So part two. Yeah, part whatever <laughs> whatever. So it ends up being with uh, with Brandon again, or maybe maybe we'll have a couple more people on here. Uh, we'll talk about other nerdness. I know I got another buddy. Uh, he moved down to Denver a little while ago. He's a super super big anime nerd. Uh, Dragon Ball Z is his his area of nerddom that I know of. Uh, so yeah, we can we can uh, nerd out some more later. We also have uh, there's a Steam nerd that uh, you worked with. I did. I worked um, with uh, a guy named John, who if like he sold his house and he traveled the country, visiting universities and other places where they make steam like boilers, steam for whatever manufacturing process uh, where I work, they use steam for, for heating buildings, heating water, all sorts of crazy stuff with, with steam. John is an enormous steam nerd. Could also, um, since we are in an area with a very large auto school, Mm -hmm. we could maybe talk uh, a very big car nerd into coming on. Um, I'm also a giant whiskey nerd. Ooh, whiskey. See, and I'm not a whiskey nerd. I'm, I'll say I'm a bit more of a beer nerd. 
Um, so we could have a, like a little whiskey tasting yeah, we could. while we enjoy the podcast. We could. So, yeah, we'll, we'll nerd out some more with you guys. Uh, thanks for listening to Walk It Off, and we'll talk with you next time. This is Ryan again with Walk It Off and my brother Brandon. And thanks again for coming on the show today, buddy, and we sure appreciate it. Hey, don't be a sissy. Walk it off. Thank you for listening to Walk It Off Podcast. If you enjoyed our podcast today, please share it with your friends. We're open to feedback and you can reach us at thewalkitoffshow at gmail.com and on Instagram at thewalkitoffshow. Walk it off, shake it off, rub some dirt in it, whatever you got to do to overcome the challenges every day. Have a wonderful week.